Yo, 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 what's going on? It's your boy Big Moose Time. It's on the Big Moose Time the show, man. Let's get it. So, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. All that stuff. Yo, uh, today I actually got a special guest in the building. Um, for y'all who know me from my YouTube days, got my boy Josh wrecking the effect in the building. What's going? What's good, man? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, people? How ain't, we doing? Ain't nothing much, bro. Yo, so, um, what you What you been up to, David? Uh, yo, I ain't been nothing, nothing much, bro. Just, just, um, just relaxing, enjoying this two-game win streak, bro. It's been great. Um, for y'all who don't know, Josh is uh lifelong uh Washingtonian. Um, also somehow is a Dallas Cowboys fan as well. I mean, you know what they say. We'll, DC stands for Dallas Cowboys. But. We'll get into the uh, details as to why I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Ah, uh, yeah, we'll also get into the details of what happened today. Um, but yo, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's all good. It's all yo. So let, let's get into it, man. Like first of all, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us where you're from, man. Uh, same place as David, man. Ball, uh, Beltsville. Yeah, I live two doors down from this guy. There you go. There you so go. maybe once, once a year. Shout out, shout out to the bill, man. Shout out to the bill. <laughs> keep it, keep it real over there. Uh, both of us have since moved. Now we in the uh, now we in Nova. If you will, for y'all who don't know, that's Northern Virginia, right outside DC. So DC got an interesting shape too, and I'm pretty sure y'all know we got the D, the M, and the V. Uh, DC, the middle, east side, you got Maryland and Virginia. So a lot of people don't recognize it as such because they're like, oh, Virginia sounds far, Maryland that sounds far, but yeah, like they all all within 20 minutes of each other from where we live at. So yeah, so yeah, um, so so how did you become a Dallas Cowboy fan, man? All right. Uh, my dad is a lifelong Washington football team fan. Um, when I was four, uh, you know, he got me uh, a Cowboys jacket because I was four years old and I liked the color blue. And Cowboys were blue. So that's how. And then, well, it doesn't finish there. Give, give me a second. Okay, okay. All right. So at some point, he knows I'm a Cowboys fan, right? Uh-huh. And he takes me to FedEx Field to go watch a Cowboys game against the Redskins. Okay. So I go in there with my little jacket looking, like, real cute and, you know, just to the T's for a four-year-old, right? Gotcha. <laughs> um, and we lose, and I'm crying the whole time. The whole uh-huh. time my dad's just pointing and laughing at me with everyone <laughs> else in the stand. So <laughs> that is my villain origin story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thirty years down the line, when I'm on the news for killing people, that's probably going to be the reason why. Okay. <laughs> all good. All good. All good, Joe. All good. So yeah. Um. Uh, Josh also knows everything about DC sports and everything about the Washington football team. So y'all don't worry about that. We just want to talk about that a little bit. Get y'all opened up. So first and foremost, man, this division is looking open again, bro. It was really closed at the first. I want to say the first seven weeks of the year, man. Yeah. Uh, it was looking good for the Washington football team. Uh, we know we went on that two and six run, so for the first, so for the first seven weeks, it was it was not looking good. Okay, we went into that buy uh, two and six, and then we had the buy during the buy. I don't know, something just felt different. Uh, you all can go back in my pods and listen. I really was like, hey, something feels different about this man, and I really felt like we're gonna come out here and try to produce, and man, we did. And now we on a two game win streak, man, and um. I know we beat Brady on a quote-unquote off day. I won't say it's an off day. We actually beat Brady. And just to run the back, we also beat Carolina and Cam in their homecoming with a full week of practice and all that. Still was able to get the job done there. So, 
bing bong, we out here, bro. I don't want to hear nothing about that. About these these things ain't fluke. So coming into this game now, we talking about we got Seahawks Monday night. How you feeling about it? I mean, is Russell good to go or is he still in, he's still injured? Russ is good to go. Okay. Uh, DK's on the field. DK's on the field. Okay. I, I, look, I haven't been following the Seahawks. I have no idea how that division is going. I, all I know is Kyler Murray's is, you know, falling out except for the last two weeks. Other than that, I mean, I've seen that the Seahawks ain't doing that great. You know, I've seen that Russell was down for like a week or two a couple weeks ago. Oh. So, I, I, man, I don't know. I, I think, is it in Seattle or is it in D.C.? No, nah, it's actually going to be, you know, it ain't going to be in D.C., bro. Where it going to be at? It's going to be in that booty chatter place in Landover. <laughs> um, I mean, shouts out to Landover itself. Love Landover. I'm, I'm saying, like, I, I just, like, there's no fan experience at FedEx Field. We've been talking about it. I don't know what it is from there. But, yeah, um, it's going to be at FedEx Field. Uh, it's going to be a Monday night game. Y'all know historically how we are about Monday night. Easy win for, for the football team, man. Ah, man, that's hard to say. Okay, so, one, um, the NFC West is looking challenging, might I say. Um, the Seahawks are the last in the division. They're at three and seven. Yeah. Um. Followed by the 49ers at five and five. All of a sudden, who who got an amazing win over those Rams uh, a couple weeks ago? Rams next up at seven and three. Followed by the Cardinals at nine and two. Uh, those nine and two, I believe one of those losses just came off of that game that uh, Carolina beat, like the backup Carolina, uh, uh, the backup Cardinals squad. But you know. Like we said, any given Sunday, so that was one of those Sundays. Um, so it's a good division. They're just not good in that division. Yeah, I mean, what what's going on with Russell uh, Wilson, man? I mean, like two, three years ago, he was unstoppable, and now it's it's. I mean, I've been hearing trade rumors. I've been hearing Pete Carroll might get thrown out the door. Some something's going on. I mean, the Seahawks were, were you know a defensive juggernaut only a couple of years ago and, and now I can't even name anyone on that defensive side of the team um, I mean even their their backfield has been injured all year round like I, I think I just saw Chris Carson yeah. running back just got like put on injured reserve for the year so they Jeez, have no running game really? it, you know it's <sighs> they're not doing good right now they are not doing good um I'm happy about that. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> uh, like, I don't want to do a good all week, but um, I mean, I don't want you ill against no team, but it's like same time. I ain't trying to see nobody really, you know, get one up for, uh, on us. Y'all are four and six or five and five? We're four and, we're four and, six. We're four uh, and you'll, six. You'll be five and six by the end of the week. Um, Defense needs to step up. What happened to Young? Young is out for the year, isn't he? He tore his ACL. Ah, uh, yeah, so he's down with an ACL. Uh, Montez Sweat uh, is out with a jaw fracture. Um, like I said, we've been hitting our best defensive ball since. So, take that with a grain of salt, if you will. Um, I like the way we're playing without them. Not saying we don't need them. I'm saying that we are much more structured and rigid, it looks like. It really looks like a, it looks like a well-oiled truck right now. Where before, I feel like we were like, we were like a, a first-time Lamborghini owner. Trying to figure out the works. That's how our defense looked before. It was really fast, but also it was just just killing out of control. And now, 
we're like that solid Mack truck driver that's been driving for like 15, 16 years. And that's what our defense is like. It's just steady. It's not flashy. But, I mean, we hold people down. Uh, sometimes quite literally when we get those penalties. But, I mean, we're not letting people score above 21 points in us. And I love that. Love it a lot. Speaking about penalties, let's talk about this Aaron pass interference call at the end of this game just two hours ago. Was that a pass interference? He didn't look back. All right, I'll give you that, but I mean, he didn't look back. Y'all know what that means. Y'all know what that means in NFL here. Y'all know what that means. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. Something's going on. Like you, you're talking about how you know the bye week really was good for you guys. I think it was the exact opposite for us. We came off that Patriots win. Dak went down. Yeah. You know. That backup quarterback. What was his name again? The backup quarterback. You remember? For for who? For the Cowboys. Uh, Danucci. No, it's not Danucci. Who stepped up? I don't. I don't remember. Anyways, huh. so I mean, our backup stepped up, won us a game. Dak just did not come back the same. You know, like I, I don't mean to derail this conversation from from the uh, from the football team, but I, I think on the Cowboys side of things. It, it, Bye week was the exact opposite. I mean, let's talk about that because we're going into the gauntlet. So we have the Seahawks, and then we have the Raiders, and then it's just NFC East. Yeah, we haven't played you guys yet, have we? No, that's what I'm saying. So after that, it's just NFC East after that. So it goes it goes one, two, and then it's just a wrap after that. It's five straight. Damn. Okay. Yeah, it's I I, I believe it's, it's Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Eagles, Cowboys. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we played we played the Eagles two times in three weeks. Okay. Yeah. What's uh what's going on with McKissick? I haven't heard from him. Uh no, nah, McKissick doing good, man. I mean, like right now, man, you already know like the big so like the big stepper for the Washington football team right now is definitely gonna be Antonio Gibson. Uh, but the landmine that he has, uh shout out to J. Cole, y'all got that lyric right there. Uh, um Oh, the landmine that he has really is that fumbling issue, man. Like I said, he called foot up last game um, for a loss in the red zone. And um, listening to the Washington Football Talk podcast, uh, shout out to J.P. Finley, um, Pete, all of them over there, bro. Lovely guys. I'd love to meet them one day, man. Yo, if y'all could set something up like that, yo, I would love to be a guest on the show. I'd love to be just somewhere around them, bro. I think they're hilarious. I'd love to give them a platform to really air it out. Uh, you come air it out over here again. No, no ceilings, no censorship. Y'all want to get it going? We can get it greasy out here. Um, I love to have him on the pod. Uh, again, we could do that at the bar, whatever, man. But follow us, please. Help me out. Let's try to get that going. I love to hear those guys off the rip. I mean, we could have a whiskey Wednesday and just let it fly. But um, yo, listening to the uh Rivera po- uh on their podcast, Rivera was talking about how like they did, you know, like they sat him in that first half, really to, like to try to calm him down, be like, hey man, like look. You like you still you still our guy, but you just need to calm down. Let's get you know let's get reacquainted with how we gonna hold the ball, get back out there. And he did, and that second half looked phenomenal, with the exception of running out of bounds at the end of the game. We all know that you can't do that. when We try to let the clock run, but besides that, man, uh, that second half he really came out. And he really showed it. So he's looking good. Um, with that, it's just that fumble issue, man. And again, fumbles are such a big thing in the NFL because if you are known for giving the opponent that ball. It's really hard to look at anything else. Okay. Like, it's really it's really hard to look at anything else when you do that, man. It's really, 
excuse me, he had 98, I believe he had 98 yards on the day. So he almost had a 100 yard game. And people still look at that fumble. And people still like, ah, I need fumble last week. That's crazy. So, yeah, like, he needs to work on that. Okay. You know who I've seen step up, step up in the last couple of weeks? Heineke, who? man. Oh. Heineke's been stepping up. Hey. Stepping up like crazy. Oh. I mean, he's putting up crazy numbers. Again, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but from what I've seen, you know, while I'm at work, walking by the TV, looking at the, at the, at the game, I've seen, what, like 200 yards per game average, yeah, maybe yeah. one or two touchdowns average, a couple yeah. running touchdowns. So, I mean, he's he's producing. I mean, he did, he, he definitely is. Uh, he He's not turning over the ball the way he used to. Sorry if you heard that, by the way. Y'all got a, got a case of the suds. Um, but, um, yeah, he's definitely – so okay, two, both of these games have one thing in common. No lost turnovers. Been in no turnovers. Uh, I believe he did have a fumble. He had a fumble recovery in the Carolina game, but he's not turning over the ball. And that's big, man. That's really big. So without turn, without him turning over the ball, it makes it so his teammates can trust him. And I really do feel a difference in that when he does it. So in that um, in that Tampa Bay game, we did have a turnover. We had a turnover in both of these games, which is something that to be that that needs to be said. We've had a turnover in both of these games, so don't think that we're playing just lights out, balls out. Like uh, our offense has to turn over each one of these games, but we've learned to overcome because we're actually trusting the Heineke that you get us back in the game, bro. And that's that's great when you can actually finally trust your quarterback. And I'm glad we're finally getting to that point where he does have the full range and the full helm of the squad. Okay. Um, I mean, going back to that Buccaneers game, like there is like three or four acts of God with those like. Tom Brady interceptions. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Brady knew what he was throwing. Brady knew what he was throwing, but he wanted to get wild and buck wild out here. And and just like the Buccaneers, he had to sit down. Right. It's funny. Heineke really just comes to life and outperforms Tom Brady at any given opportunity. That's, Tampa Taylor. That's three years, two, three years in a row now? Two years in a two row. Tampa row. Taylor, man. Yeah. Last year he lost, this year he won. All right. And I called it on the pod again. I know. I know I'm gonna keep saying that because people don't believe me. People be like, ah, oh, whatever. Now, I called, I called it on this very podcast. It's like, yo, we're gonna win that game. I was like, just got that feeling like Washington wins one every year, bro. That's gonna be that one, and we did, we did, we sat them down, we sat them down that game. Speaking of uh, the Carolina game, what are your thoughts on Cam Newton getting a job back in the NFL? Um, in terms of the Washington football team, it was glad to see Cam get a job because. Oh my gosh! Just the tweets of the constant. Oh, why don't you bring Cam in? I mean, after every yeah. loss we had, where's Cam at? Oh, Cam's still out there. You yep. need to get Cam. Cam's this. Cam's that. Oh, Cam's better than Heineke, man. You need to give Cam a chance. Rivera can work with Cam, man. It's not working with Heineke. We looking like the Carolina Panthers already. Might as well call to watch the Panthers and bring Cam on. How y'all feeling now? How y'all feeling now, man? How y'all feeling now? Like I said. Mr. I'm back is back to taking L's. And that's okay. And that's okay, <laughs> bro. That's okay. Because I'm going to talk all this noise on this podcast. If I see Cam in person, I'm asking for a hug. I ain't even going to hold it, though. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I ain't got no smoke for nobody, okay? <laughs> if anybody if anybody thinks otherwise, please, please let them know. I ain't got no smoke for nobody, okay? Uh, I ain't that type of guy. Uh, <laughs> um, but no. Uh, it's it's great to see Cam back in the league because it proves two things. It proves one, 
Carolina just got it wrong. And I know nobody wants to just admit that and say that out loud. Carolina GM just got like just gotta be like, I messed up. Like straight up. Like <laughs> like like Rivera beat me. I got I, I had to get Cam back because Sam Donald got hurt and this is not working out. Like, y'all just messed up, man. And uh it's good to see okay. So this win proved a lot in Ron getting his own people over here. With a lot of us it was like, hey Ron, like when you're doing with the shoe starting to look like you're just trying to recreate that. But I guess he was trying to get comfortable to not just recreate something, but I guess Ron was trying to get comfortable, and I guess it's starting to work now, man. And we got to see how this works out, man, because I'm, I'm excited, man. Like, if we win this against the Seahawks, bro, we, we – dare I say it? Are we talking playoffs? <laughs> I mean, a lot's going to have to happen if the Redskins get in the playoffs. I'm sorry, the Washington football team gets back in the playoffs. Um, I mean – there's there's no one from the NFC East that's gonna be coming out of the wild card. That's just not gonna happen. Um, I'm pretty sure the NFC West has got that locked down and probably. Um, there's gonna be one more slot out there for us. I doubt it. I highly highly doubt it. I mean, you got the NFC South that's stacked right now with you know Buccaneers and then, I mean, New Orleans isn't playing that great and Jameis Winston got injured, so I don't think that's gonna be it. Matty Ice isn't the same Matty Ice as before. And then I'm missing a team in that division. Who am I missing? Um, Carolina, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, I mean, there might be there might be a spot for so, someone in the NFC East, but. So, you got Matty. Let's see. In that, all right. So, in that NFC South, you got the GOAT, <laughs> Brady. And then you got Crab Legs himself, Jameis Winston, who was hurt out for the year. So now you got Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon, which should be Taysom Hill, but they're not playing Taysom Hill for some weird reason. They would have just paid him. What's like $90 million. That? You yeah, saw that, I right? Just, that I makes just no, don't get why? that. Like, why? no one, like, <laughs> no one wants to talk about it, but I really do want to know. Like, there, there's some shady on, shit man. going on in there. Like, yeah. like there's some under, like, under the, under the table, like, do this shit for us back, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah. Here's $90 million. <laughs> yeah. So I ain't gonna lie. Shouts out to the Church of Latter-day Saints because they had to have something in that day. <laughs> we had to be getting $90 million just be sitting on the bench, bro. Shouts out to the Mormons, bro. That book of Mormon got people getting paid, bro. Uh, uh, <laughs> Zach Wilson. <laughs> I'm about to say who else? Who else is from BYU right now? Uh, uh, Dax Milne, who's actually on the Washington football team. He's a wide receiver. Like I said, bro, if you wanna if you wanna get the M's, bro, and the M and Mormon, but that's for millions, bro. That's what they get you. Um, uh, but nah, um, yes, I don't know what's going on there. And then you got, you know, like Maddie Ice, who's just looking old, unfortunately, which is crazy because like. We're actually seeing the careers of people now, bro. Like you remember when Matt Ice came in, bro. You remember, yeah. when, you remember that Vic situation. Yep. And now he, okay, now Vic is on Fox, and he's getting old. Like, come on. Who? Come Vic? on. Vic's not old. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. I'm saying, Vic's out of the league. He's on Fox. Yeah. And now Matty Ice is getting old. Like, we've lived through, like, a full generation of football now. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like yeah, we lived yeah. through, like, a Consciously. Full... Consciously yeah, lived yeah. through like, it. Like, we're getting to the point where we've lived through a full generation of football. We're, like, we're starting to see even the people who we remember when we were kids being there are, like, now good and gone. Like, yeah. Ray Lewis has been out for a while. Damn near 10 years at this point. Like, almost. Like, it's, like... Yeah. Like... It's been a while. It's been a minute. Um, um, Romo's been out for three years. Um, no, it's been more than that. It's been only three years? Yes, it's only been three years. 
Ah, uh, no, it's been four. I think it was 2018 was the season, technically. Damn. Because remember, like they had Dak, like they had Dak on the roster beforehand. Like Dak only got his deal this year, so it's like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so it's, it's like, been a long ass four uh-huh. years, man. Shit. Um, uh, what's it Uh, Breeze is now on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, Peyton's on the sidelines. Eli's on the sidelines. Yeah. You seen that in ESPN uh, two? Uh... What do you think about that? Uh, been watching I, that? I've actually haven't seen the Manning cast. Ha, okay. ha, have you watched any of I've, it? I've been seeing it, you know, off and on. Like, I okay. go, I'll go get a drink, and then like they're on TV. I mean, from what I've heard, they're, you know, entertaining. Um, they they got like some high profile people coming on there. Like they had Kevin Hart, I think, last Monday night. Um, before that, you know, they had uh, Strahan. Uh, they they got people on there that, that like come and join them in the middle of the game and like they comment during the middle of the game. So, yeah, so I mean, like, what is it? Is it just like a? Is it like a podcast during the game? Exactly. Like, that's it? exactly what it is. Oh, okay. That is okay. exactly what it is. Okay. I mean, it's like they got that dynamic going. So I mean, like, I, I'm pretty sure ESPN is going to pay them out the ass in like one or two years for sure. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't see them doing you know like broadcasting. I can uh-huh. see them keep you know keeping that sort of like podcast uh, environment. You know, in presentation in the presentation of the game, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's Elaine Payton. That's that's what they're going for over there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean two. I mean one great, one good. I'm not gonna say two of the greats. I'm gonna say one great, one good. Eli was a solid quarterback. <laughs> no one can take that from him. And that's all that. <laughs> like, 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 that's exactly how I feel about Eli. Eli's a solid quarterback. Um, uh, what, else, what else been going on with the Washington football team? Oh, um, yo, just... sh- okay. Shots out to Terry McLaurin, but he's looking like the best receiver that we have had since the posse, which is back in the 90s, bro. Like early 90s. You're talking about like that last run of Gibbs. That was the last good receiver core we had. That's the last time we had some great receivers. And... Terry's looking like a great dude, bro. And, and you know what's funny about Terry McLaurin? Dare I say this? Nobody's going to feel me on this. The only reason we got Terry McLaurin is because of Danny Boy's decision to draft Dwayne Haskins. Repeat that again for me. The only reason we have Terry McLaurin is because uh, Dan Slider wanted to draft Dwayne Haskins. Okay. Okay. So... Dan Snyder goes out and, uh, as Jay Gruder says, he comes up the boat and makes a decision to draft Dwayne Haskins, right? Right. Cool. Whatever. Not a good decision. But Haskins is like, hey, I need a receiver. That His receiver is in the third round. If you can get him, that'll be great. We're going to double team up and we're going to score points. Now, when your star when your star quarterback who you just drafted in the first round says that, if you can get him in the third round, sure, get that. You need a receiver anyway. You don't really have many replacements. He's not the biggest target, but you see the numbers he put up over at Ohio State. All right, let's give this guy a chance, man. Third round pick. He should, you know, he's looking like he'll be productive. Let's figure out what happens. Turns out to be the best pick in the last five years. I, I'll take that back. John Allen's won. I don't know. It's between him and John Allen. Come on, I'm not young. Come on, yeah. you can't miss Young. Uh, young hasn't proved his tools yet. Uh, what Young proved last year is that he's just that. He's young. And then he got time, but he could develop. And uh, he, he he was bullish last year, and he got through, which is great. Um, and then we see what happens this year. Like, that bull rush only get you but so far. Yeah. 
Like you gotta start playing the smart DM. And yeah. um and, and and you gotta learn hand technique. And I think he's gonna pick that up in the off season while while he recovers, but you gotta learn that. And um he hasn't so far. So um Young is Young is going to be great. He needs time. Um he he's not a flash in the pan, but he needs to learn that the league catches up quick and that's what he's learning. Um, I mean, good thing. Look, ACL injuries are a lot easier to recover from if you're playing in the NFL compared to, like, say, NBA or any other sport like that. ACL tears are no joke. Me, me, myself, and David have both been through ACL injuries. They, they are not fun. They are no joke. They take time, effort, and a shit ton of PT to actually like get through. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't. That ain't no joke. Like I said, I I just got back to the point of fully taking stairs and be able to run up them. Um, I just got back to the point I could do hiking and I had my surgery December 17th, 2020. So I just got back and it's mid-November 2021. And I, by no means can I run. I, I don't feel like I can just straight up run just yet. I mean, I could do like a light jog, but I don't think I'm straight up running out here. So I said, it does take time to come back from those things. And the, the hardest part is, is that mental, man. It's, it's, it's that mental trust because then you have a year coming back. And then you have a year from then of getting back to trusting it. So it really is a two-year process of coming back. Uh, that's what made um, Adrian Peterson's uh, 2012 season so spectacular. Mm. Uh, was it 2013, baby? That season when he came back from the ACL in nine months. I don't remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah. He came up from the ACL in nine months, and I believe he almost had the record. He missed it by like two... I think he missed about like ten yards, maybe. Okay. At the AD record, yeah, I think he missed about like ten yards. It, it, it was crazy because it was coming off of an ACL, like a nine month running ACL. back. Yeah. yeah, it was a nine month ACL recovery, which is crazy. He came back and did it. Um, uh, so yeah, like I said, like that was that was a freak of nature. But what happens when you have freak of nature is that's the standard, which is crazy that we think about that society, but that becomes the standard. So now for every ACL injury, we're like, oh, you got to come back real quick, or or, or I got to see you real quick. Odell, where you at? I gotta see you now. Um, uh, Burrow, gotta see you now. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, Chase Young, gotta see you up and now. I'm like, yo, easy, easy. Prime, um, prime example, and I don't mean to switch it up again, but look at Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson tore his ACL in the 2019 NBA Finals. What came back 2020? I think two, three games in tore his Achilles, something like that. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been out for two years. Hasn't played for two years, man. That it, no joke. That's yeah. no joke. No joke. All the best to, to, to Young and his recovery. For real, we. I mean, as a Cowboy fan, I hope for your career that you come back and you're strong and you're good. Um, you know, but for, for you know the Cowboy inside of me, let's let's hope that takes a couple of years. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I don't know, nah, nah. Yo, 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 y'all got Micah Parsons. He's looking great. No, Micah Parsons is looking amazing. Jamin Davis, which is our first round draft pick, who was a linebacker as well. He's looking like work. Like, Michael Parsons looks, like, easy. Like, yeah. You know, like butter. Yeah. Um, Jamin Davis is looking like work. But Jamin Davis is growing, and I love to see that. So, don't don't take nothing away from his growth. Um, his, okay. Here's my thing about drafting players. This is where I'm like, oh, he wasn't the first-round draft pick. He definitely was. It's just you have to develop talent to, like, yeah. like, like instant gratification that's hit the NFL, people. Like, if y'all don't see that, look at first-round draft picks. If you're a first-round draft pick, like, you have to produce – now, yep. Like as soon as you get the yep. league, you have to produce, which is crazy. Like, you can't develop anymore. Like no, like it's a whole marketing run now. It's a whole scheme against you. You gotta sell jerseys. You gotta be in the field day one. Yep. 
which is crazy, man, because all these people do have great talent. It's just really raw, and you got to hone in their skills. But we don't want to do that. I mean, the only people who are able to do that kind of is quarterbacks. And even then, they got a really short life. Like, they got to show real impressed off the jump. What's to consider bust? I mean, like Joe Burrow, I believe. Let's see what the Bengals' record is right now. Let's Joe Burrow is balling out this year, man. Ah, is okay. He is balling. He's out, balling. But out. as a quarterback, remember you get blamed for everything. So let me see what they record is right out. now. Oh, I think they're they're either one or two in that division. Ah, uh, I think they. I think they're number I one. Think, uh, I think I think the Ravens took it back. Um, let's see this real quick. Yeah, yeah, the Ravens are taking back. So the Ravens okay. are seven and three. They are six and four. Okay, so um, uh, he's back. Remember last year though? I mean, he got hurt. Yeah, um, another ACL injury, man. And that was young. That was Chase Young doing that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was former. That was that not fun. Player, player violence right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 really hurt. But uh, nah, like I just wanna, I just wanna see the team be great. Is that too much to ask? No, it's not too much to ask. Like, I think, I think. You know, a couple years down the line, I think I can definitely see it. I think right now um, the Washington football team is definitely going through a transitional phase with the front office. Um, yeah. I think that's the the one area for the most improvement, if we can put it politely. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the Ron Rivera hire was extremely, extremely, you know, well thought out and well uh well executed from their part um you know just again i'm uh, from a very very casual football fan just from what i'm seeing you know he's bringing in this different culture um you know he's 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 a military background so he's got that structure in place and i think that's what he's trying to you know institute over there and i think you know as long as the front office has his back as long as they do those smart decisions keeps you know drafting smart keeps signing you know free agents with you know smart you know backgrounds with you know intelligent people around them i think you know this this organization has all the potential in front of them and and the defense more than anything else i think is where it starts for at least you know you guys um the defense is not excuse me it is where it starts and it's changing because I think Rivera sees that the league is changing, and I really do think that Rivera's going to make that switch over to being more offensive-minded in the offseason. I mean, the, uh, other, okay, so the front office, right? Jason Wright, uh, he's been trying to do better since that debacle of the Sean Taylor tribute, and that's going to be really hard for fans to get over for a while because you always had that back ace in your pocket, and they just totally blew it. But um, shouts out to Julie Donaldson as well. Um... I believe she's the senior vice president of marketing and social media. I want to say, um, she's great on social media, and I see her a lot on Twitter. And I'm seeing the team be more active on social media, try to get more comfortable out there. I mean, like I said, they did have an uphill battle trying to get that name good, but they're trying, man. They're trying, and man, I just want to be there for them, kind of. If you will, I mean, it can't be like it can't be this bad for this long without some upside. And I think, I think, my bold prediction, not just for this game, but my bold prediction for the next two years, is the Washington football team will become a likable franchise. That is a bold prediction. <laughs> um, look, I think, again, if 
if all goes well, if, if, you know, if on the PR side of things, they make the adjustments that are needed, um, I think first and foremost, let's get a name in place, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to lie. The Washington football team has stuck with me for a while now to the point like I'm, I do forget it's not the team name. Um, but, you know, other than that, yeah. I, I, likeable, I think that's a much more uh, institutional issue um, that would require a lot more uh, hands-on uh, management by the front office. What you mean? Um, I think, you know, we, we can say what we want to say about ownership and all that stuff, but I think... Do you that's, think Snyder really wants to team? Ever? I, I don't think so. You know, Snyder is a local, right? If, we're, if I'm correct. Um, I think he's... Unfortunately. <laughs> I think he's invested a lot of money and time and effort into this team. I don't think he'll just sell it on a whim. Um, I really do think the only way that he would think about selling the team would be is if the NFL came in and was like, all right, you know what? We're going to need you to sell the team. Uh, which, you know, is still very much a possibility. Um, and a lot of people in the area uh, would see that in a favorable light. Um, but... You know, as far as it's, you know, the cultural history around the team at the moment, I think for a major change to happen, for that likability to come back into play, there's got to be a lot of changes. Y'all have listened to I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah, we've all heard that. We've all seen Space Jam. That. That shit slapped on. Yeah. That man will never see the light of day. Who? R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that song slaps. That song slaps. I don't care. Nobody say that joke slapped. Snyder had to know what was going on. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Of course. But dang it, man. I love this team. It's so hard to separate the art from the person, the business from the person. Okay. Um, so, so before a, you almost got to turn the blind eye almost. There's a difference between art and corporate, though. A corporate setting like, you know, a football team like, you know, the NFL, in comparison to, say, you know, someone like R. Kelly. Yeah, he was putting out great art, but on the side he was doing other stuff. That doesn't really take away from him as a person. I think Snyder's you know, hip and hip with the team from the day he bought it. I mean, that's what ownership is, right? It's it's okay. an over-encompassing, this is me, I am it, it is me. You, you know, know now you put it like that. If Snyder says he didn't know what was going on in his organization, it makes it seem even worse now. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it, no, it no, 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 for sure. Now. If you didn't know what was going on, brother, it's supposed to be like your business. Were you like, really the boss? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah. And I just put it like that. You all right, brother. Like, if you're going to say you didn't know what was going on, it's like, well, what were you doing with the business then if you don't know what's going exactly. on? Exactly. You weren't what just, you, were you just like coming into work, like punching the clock, sitting at a desk, have no one talk to you and then be like, all right, I'm out nine hours later. No. Yeah. Come like, on. it's no. so weird. No, 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 no. It's so weird. Uh, you're like, ah, oh, I didn't know this was going on, man. We got to do better. It's like, ah, uh, like, so what were you doing? Right. <laughs> like, no. like, what were you doing, man? Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like every NFL owner could really speak to who is in their front office right now and what is going on. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I feel like Jerry Jones knows exactly what goes on in his front office. Yeah, that no doubt. And and he runs that team like uh like a like a dictatorship is what I've heard. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's um, it's very uh it's very much Jerry's world. And, absolutely, and, and absolutely. Dallas. And as a Washington football team fan, I do have to say this. We owe the modern success of the NFL to Jerry Jones and Jerry Jones alone. Jerry Jones came in the NFL, brought his team, sold everything he had to purchase his team. People thought he was stupid for it. They said there was no money in sports. It's something that rich people do, you know, the tax write-off. He goes in, he sees the TV rights. He's like, why are you giving this away? We need to monetize this. This whole game, this people don't want to see this. People are going to watch commercials. People are going to pay for those commercials. We need those people to pay for commercials. They're going to pay us to get the game rights. And damn it, he changed the whole thing. I mean, he cha- changed the whole thing. I mean, like, he made the halftime show something at the Super Bowl. He brought on Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, that was Jerry Jones that brought on Michael Jackson. Before this, full had look. I won't say local acts, but it was very C-class. They had Z-list celebrities and really local bands and stuff like that on there. It wasn't crazy. Yeah. Michael Jackson was the first to actually come on there. And when he came on, we ain't talking about a 2000s Michael Jackson that some of us kind of remember. We're talking about a 90s, early 90s Michael Jackson. We talk about a thriller was still five, six years old right. type Michael Jackson. Right, right, right. Uh, okay, okay, we talk about the greatest artist of all time. He was like, yo, put him on stage. Yep. So, uh, as much as I'm watching football team fans, again, it's it, it's always we want Dallas every day of the week. Don't, 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 don't get it wrong. Uh, I do got to thank that man for that. And Snyder saw that. I'm pretty sure Snyder saw that as a teen, or in, in his early 20s. He's like, man, yo, I can, I can be that. Snyder ain't ready to put his all into it like Jerry did, and that's the hard part. Snyder always has an out. Snyder always has something else. That's Jerry true. doesn't have anything else. And when, and when I say Jerry doesn't have anything else, y'all, of course he's a he's a billionaire. Of course he doesn't. Think, but y'all know what I mean. Jerry doesn't have anything else. He put his all to his team, and his all is to see. It's the reason why he's the GM. He's not the GM at a title. He's the GM because he really thinks he can do it. He did like um, when they came to the house that Jerry built. He wanted the fan experience to keep the fans in there. Like he is a businessman, he knows what he's doing. Snyder, it just seems like he really wanted to own a team, but it doesn't seem like he know anything about the football culture, the experience. That's what I get from him. Okay. Yeah, no, I I feel you. Um, you know, it's. I mean, it, it, I I can't speak from experience, but I mean, you know. Being an owner and being a GM of a football team doesn't seem easy. No duh. Um, not at all. Not, not at all. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Um, but you know, I, going back to what we were talking about before, um, for the team to be likable again, um, I think, you know, hands down, Snyder's got to leave. I don't know if the NFL is going to do that. I don't know if he's going to do that. Um, I don't think he would be willing to sell the team until it's profitable again. I don't think. There was a there was a really really weird period of time, you know, early two thousands, you know, to like late early twenty ten, where you know, Washington football team was one of the most profitable football te- or teams in the in the world. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was it was always, you know, we're going back to it. It was always the Redskins. It was always the Cowboys. It was always the Lakers. It was always the Yankees. Uh-huh. And then, you know, you'd have your couple of soccer teams out in Europe that would do it. But it was always those two. Yeah. And then something happened. Something happened in 2010, 2011. I think it really think it was 
it was that period between RG3 and um, I, I don't know. I don't I don't remember who else was on in like in, in that era, but it was it was the RG3 era when the Washington football team started that decline. Oh, the RG3 low was the lowest dip of the Washington football team yeah. franchise. Yep. Um, and let me say that back because uh, actually I'm gonna say that back. Let, let, let me explain this. Once we lost RG3, and then we went on to Kirk Cousins, there was that transitional period where people really thought we had something, and it was taken from us. Yep. RG3 was 10-6. and six. Granted, we never had more than a 10-win season in the Snyder era. We go 10-6. and six. We go to the playoffs. We put up an epic 7-win win streak. He gets hurt against the Packers. He can't come back. Offseason comes. All in for day one. Remember that campaign. And he never came back. We never got the Audrey 3 that we wanted back. Yep. And, and people felt so hurt by that. People, excuse me. People were so hurt by that. I mean, people really wanted... People thought Washington was back to the Gibbs era, man. Like, people really thought we was back. We wasn't. And it really hurt. It really hurt. Like, I remember that time. I could have, I, I mean, granted, I was like a teenager, but like, I couldn't understand why we weren't winning games. I was like, what, what, what's going on? I'm like, why isn't he doing the same thing he did last year? And that's when I noticed, man. Like, ah. The NFL stands for not for long, bro. <laughs> It really does. Yeah. It really does, man. And it yep. showed during the RG three season, and it was it was bad, man. Like it was it was terrible. You know, give us one moment, bro. We are gonna be right back again. This is the Big Blue Thomas podcast, man. It's boy Big Blue Thomas. Give us one moment. Be right back with y'all. All right, y'all. We back, man. Thank you very much for letting us uh, slide out real quick, man. My fault, man. Quick little pee break. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. That's what it sounded like at the toilet after Thanksgiving. But yo, um, um, uh, so back to where we. <laughs> About the way we were saying um, about Snyder not being the complete package, how Snyder always felt like he had something else. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. Um, I think also what happened with our fan base, and I've been talking about this for a while as well, is the Ravens got good, and the Ravens have been good, and they've been good with multiple quarterbacks, and Ozzie Newsom is a beast, and it's like what. Are we not doing right? I, I, I think it's more of a the ra- the Ravens exist, you know, because you know it's a fairly new team. When was it? Ninety five, ninety six? When the Ravens were, yeah, were brought back? So you know, it's it's been damn near what twenty five years now, and it's been it's been Ravens two rings, Ravens era area for the last I want to say two decades. You know, they got that that. Yeah. They got that ring really early on, you know, in 2000, uh, and then they got that second one, and now they got Lamar Jackson, and it's it's the shiny, it's the it's the good team in the area. So that's definitely, you know, in, entrenched in DC's fan base at this point too. I mean, yeah, I mean they can't even have training camp up here anymore because they don't have the fan base for it, which is scary. Yeah, it's in Richmond now, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they push the fan one in the Richmond, then you can come up here and see a couple, but it's not the same. 
I mean, that's a two-hour drive. Who Who's going to take time out of their day in the middle of July to drive all the way to Richmond? Um, that's the point. You don't. <laughs> uh, you don't. Um, that's the whole point is that you don't. And what you do instead is you try to get the Richmond fan base to actually show up. So you try to get a strong vote in Richmond. That's what they try to do. I mean, Richmond's a comparatively small town, though. Um, yeah, but the population of Virginia, I believe, let's have a check, is around 6 million. If you can't get all of Nova, you got to start digging deeper. And don't forget, before the Carolina Panthers, that was Washington football territory. Yeah. That was Redskins territory. So, um, they still got a lot of TV rights down there, too, for that. So, to try to stretch down there and get that fan base to come on up, it's going to be hard. That's why I do think that new stadium, whenever they get it done, it's going to be in Virginia. Where in Virginia, though, do you see it? Um, okay, some people gonna hate me for this, but oh well. Alright. That's the hard part. It can't be in Fairfax County. Fairfax County is at capacity. Damn near. Yeah. Um, Loudoun County, uh, you got a lot of NIMBY up there, like the not in my backyard type people. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I literally heard this lady really like NIMBY. I'm talking to this lady. I never heard that term, NIMBY. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not about backyard. Um, uh, I ain't make it up. It's been out there. Um, but um, I literally heard this lady was like, "Yeah, I'm on the committee in Ashburn. We're trying to get all the data centers to put windows on there so they don't look like just graveyards." I'm like, "Woman, like you moved out there. You know what it was like." But again, it's just like Loudoun County should be called Karen County. Like, that's where, like, like, like that's, that's where yeah. they grown from. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they pick them off a tree out there. Yeah. Um, um. So I just, I just can't see it moving out there. Um. Honestly, don't be surprised if they go to like a middle of nowhere spot. Like how middle of nowhere though? Like halfway between Richmond and DC. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like Occoquan, like almost, yeah. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Also like Quantico. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like Fredericksburg, Quantico down there. That's out there, out there. For yeah. for all of you that don't know, Quantico is where the FBI. FBI is trains, at? Marine yeah. Corps base there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Like down that way. It would make sense. I think. Uh, again, you trying to get that again, so you, you can still hang on to your Nova market, which is deep. You can get some DC people there. So they've given up hope on Maryland, is what you're saying? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Yo, this, is, this is Ravens country now, man. Which is sad to say, but yeah. it's like now nah, we're going back home today. I did see some, I, I did see an older dude in a watch a football team jacket, and it actually kind of made me. I mean, I, I saw him on the Redskins jacket. Let me be clear, but um, it, it made me feel good. I was like, oh man, like it's good to see we still got some diehard fans up here. But the dude was like 45. Okay. Like, 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 nobody my age, you know, like our age, really gonna be. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Like, it's very hard. Uh, either that or they gotta go to National Harbor. That's the only thing I can think of. Ooh, National Harbor. National Harbor will be good. That like would I that said. would be a good you spot. You got a casino right yeah. there. And everything. I, you know, I talked about that in the previous spot. But um, it's hard. It's hard, man. Like, and now here's where I can make a test for them going out to Ashburn because they could do it in Ashburn. Uh, there's still a lot of building out there. You can get the land, or you can get the land permit for it, as well as you do have metro access out there. You could try to get as close to the stadium as possible. 
Um, if they could, I do know that Ashburn Station is kind of out in the middle of nowhere. It's not a lot of yeah. stuff around there. Yeah. So you can get that to be built right there. Bam, you might have one right there. Whatever. Okay. Any any that needs to be right off the metro or needs to be far out. But the way it is, like how it is in Landover right now, it it can't be like that. And there's no way that you're not gonna have a stop at the station. I mean, like no, there's at, no at, way at, at the stadium. No, at, there's at, no at the way. Stupid. That's stupid. Like, I do not like that at all. So I mean. If I'm not mistaken, I thought the last stop out there was Dulles. No, 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 no. The, the, the last stop on the Metro is going to be in Ashburn. Okay. Yeah. I mean, from from where I'm living. 27 I, miles. Yeah. No. Uh, it's 27 miles south of the West Virginia border. Yeah, it's, it's, it's at least, uh, you know, a 45 to an hour drive booking it. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know... It, God forbid there's some traffic. That's probably, like, anyone that wants to go see a game, that's a two-hour trek. At least. Yeah. Yeah. At least. I mean, San Fran's doing it. San Fran don't play anywhere near San Francisco. They play, like, an hour out. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's still in the Bay, though. No. Really? No. Okay. Like, it's, like, kind of the mountains at that point. Like, it's, 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 like, on its way. It's not, like, in the Bay area. Oh, shit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, you cannot see the Bay. Like, it's nowhere near. Okay. Know? Huh. I mean that whole area is changing too because it their their stadium used to be next to Oracle if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, right around there. Um, or no, I'm sorry, that was the that was the uh, the Raiders that were right next to Oracle. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, because the Raiders played in Oakland. There, we, they were in Candlestick, which yeah. is still kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean. I can see what you're saying. I mean, yeah, Maryland at this point, I agree with you, is definitely Baltimore territory. Um, you know, unless something changes, you know, unless y'all make a run this year. <laughs> yeah, um, speaking or, about that, to bring this full circle, but we were talking about RG3 and the stadium and all that, I feel like that's why it's so hard for the fan base right now to give, to give some hope and give some love and praise over to Heineke. Is because it's been so we've been played so hard. Mm. Like I said, you got played through RG three. So through RG three, um, that hurt. That relationship didn't last. And we sifted through, and we actually came through with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was a great find, a, a good quarterback, a solid quarterback. But we played games, and we kept franchise tagging. And then he ended up going to Minnesota. So which was a smart move in hindsight. For who? For y'all. No, I would love to have Cousins here, man. Cousins had chemistry here. He was Cousins really was building to before. Cousins was showing you what he could do. He was winning you games, and you just needed to get people around him. But but you had a franchise quarterback. He is a franchise quarterback. You had one there. But it's not a winning franchise quarterback. No, he was. But like, okay, Cousins wasn't gonna lose you games like that. Like he was coming into his own, and and we see now what he is. Where he's a great game manager. And he's doing good up there in in Minnesota. Uh, I don't Minnesota like to say it. otherwise, but nah, between him and Dalvin Cook, and you know, and, and they got Jeffrey up there. Um, uh, uh, they they I Jeffrey Jefferson, like they doing good, bro. Um, it's really that defense needs to come through. But uh, so we had a franchise quarterback, we let him go, which really hurt because we let him go for nothing. We didn't even get even draft pick, but we just let him go. Yeah. And then we got Alex Smith, who was winning, and, and then got hurt. That horrific injury. 
honestly, in typical Alex Smith fashion, everywhere Alex Smith went, he got replaced through injury. You know, he did a TED talk recently. You saw that? No, I gotta watch that. Yeah. So he, 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 like, it was all about, like, him, like, going through his football career and everything, but he showed the leg and the leg. Like, he showed pictures of, like, oh, the yeah. leg in the surgery, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. opened up, like, yeah. no skin, like, all, everything that they had to do. It was bad for him. Yeah, no, and, and, I mean, he showed the leg at the end of the interview, uh-huh. and I was like, it's, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, his leg does look pretty bad. Yeah. 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 He definitely That's rough. Is, definitely is the guy who wears jeans in August. Too. Yeah. Um. That's okay though. Uh, again, it's for the love of the game, and, and through all that, he still came back and started and won games. Yeah, I I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, granted, it was what three or four, but even still, like to come back and like play. But that's where I put it on the organization where I'm like, yeah, like we had a bad organization to the point that even his story couldn't last as long as it should have. And that's was like, yo, we need to make changes and. We're making those changes now. Like, I really did the football team. Like I said, like, my hot take is, like, two years, we're going to be a likable franchise, man. I really mean it. I think we're going to change around. I think we're actually going to get serious about things. Um, I think we're going to recognize that you can't ignore the internet anymore. Can't ignore the what? You can't ignore the internet anymore. Okay. Like, a lot of franchises used to do that. A lot of businesses used to do that. You can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. And you really got to engage with your fan base. And you got to engage with the culture. And I do think we're going to start seeing that more. Are we are we either gonna start seeing it or it's gonna get so bad where they have to start doing it. But I do think Jason Wright with meeting with the influencers last year and everything. By the way, I did not get an invite. I also wasn't doing podcasts back then, but still, uh if he does it again, I definitely wanna invite y'all. See so y'all help me out there, man. Like really wanna get there, man. Um but yeah, like through that, uh yeah, they could, like they have to start listening to us. They have to listen to the fans. The fans will not be silenced anymore. Like, y'all will not be silenced. I will not be silenced. No. No, like, that's not happening anymore. It doesn't apply. Speaking of uh, organizational change and organizational readjustment, um, let's also dive into, very briefly, what happened with John Gruden. Um, Ooh. Yeah, because there is a lot of talk about something coming out with the football team, with those emails that came out, yeah, and it yeah, never, yeah. never, never coming out to the light of day. Uh, yeah, Congress was asking for it. NFL's like, I mean, I don't know what you asking for. We ain't got it. It's getting, it's, two things could happen. This could either go away, this could either go away very similar to like, uh, what happened? What happened earlier this year? I forgot. Uh, With who? Oh. This could go away like the Pepsi commercial that Kylie Jenner did where it okay. was just bad. <laughs> like, yeah. People just let it slide. Or this could stick around like a Chris Brown-Rihanna incident where close to 13 years later we still looked at this as the yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I just said it should look at that. So we're going to see how the football team and the NFL plays this out because um, I don't know which one I'm hoping for honestly because I want those people to be heard. There's no doubt about that. Right. Uh, it's well, just, I want it to be done tactfully, and I don't think it will be. Right. On top of that, too, I think there were some leaked emails about Bruce Allen and some sort of sexual allegations when he was back. And um, I don't know where he was before he was with the with the football team, but something came out with, with him 
with those emails. I don't remember what it was. I have but, not heard about that really. Yeah. Um, I think it was it was a sexual assault allegation. You know, and and in in true form, I mean, this information is coming out. You know, week by week. Not it's not a full on dump where we're getting everything all at once, but there's small wow. little tidbits that come out and like or you know. You, you see them on ESPN, you see them on, you know, The Athletic, you see them on small small networks like that where they where they bring stuff out like that. But um, oh, wow. but the fact that Bruce Allen was connected to that on top of, you know, having worked with the football team for a prolonged period of time, um, I think doesn't bode well. And it was when he was with the Raiders, I remember now. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'll be there. Well, I do think winning cures all. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think that the Washington football team has been up to that lately. I do think they have to keep going on with that. Um, yeah, that thing's going to just keep rocking. So the one thing the Washington football has going for them is that Bruce is gone and Danny has stepped back. So the people who would be in that case kind of are not really active in the organization. Yep. Excuse me. So it needs to stay like that. Um, but again, winning cares all. Winning cares all. So if they went out or if they win, let's see, they got, I think they got seven games left. If they win six out of the seven or five out of the seven even, uh, yeah, you're not talking about that anymore. Bro. That's true. You really are. That is true. <laughs> like, 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 like you're really not talking about that anymore. So like I said, we'll see what happens. Uh, don't forget, you can go eight and eight. You, you can't go eight and nine. You can't go nine and eight. There is that one correct, game this, correct, this season. Correct. You I can't have a five hundred season anymore. Yeah. So. Forgot about that. I'm excited for it, to be honest. I, I wanna see if I feel the difference in the uh, elongated season, but um y- y'all heard it here. Uh we both calling for the Seahawks. Uh, I'm going to go ahead, and again, I ain't a better man. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and just hit this up the top. Uh, I'm going with Washington, 34, Seahawks, 21. Okay. 20, 24 at the highest. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be Washington football team, 24, and Seahawks will maybe hit 14, 17, two touchdowns and a field goal. Ah, Okay. All right, all right, man. Yo, I heard it here first, man. Yo, let me know how y'all like the pod again. You can find me on Big Moose Timeless on Instagram. I'm not really active too much all day, but if you want to follow, you know, it's your personal life. It's your personal life. I'm also on TikTok, Big Moose Timeless. That's just for the funny stuff. But if y'all want to talk about watching the football team, we definitely talk on Twitter. That's what the Twitter is for. You hit me at Big Moose Timeless on Twitter. Please go ahead and like, subscribe. Follow on Twitter. As soon as I get 300, again, we give it away a home pod so y'all can listen to the Washington football team at home on your home pod. Also, just because y'all here and I feel like in a given mood and we on a Black Friday, right? Yo, look, if y'all can give me the 300 followers this weekend, I mean, at the end of Sunday, if y'all do it by the end of Sunday, I am giving away. What should I give away, Josh? What should I give away? I don't know, man. What are you, what are you feeling? Oh, uh, you know what, bro? I think I'm feeling. Yo, for all my dog people out there, I'll get you Washington football team collar. And if you don't have a dog, get you Washington football team sweater. On top of that, top of that home pod. Get you either one, bro. Let me know, bro. Again, it's the boy Big Moose Thomas. Thank y'all so much for everything, man. Y'all really been supporting. 
I love y'all so much for that, man. Again, let's just get to 300, but that's all we need. And uh, let me know if y'all like Josh Hall, man. If y'all want to have him on again, bro, that really means a lot. You can reach me at timelessconsulting at gmail.com. I'll answer your questions on there. And again, I'll answer your questions at Big Moose Timers on Twitter as well. Uh, it's the Big Moose Timers podcast. Thank y'all so much. I love y'all, man. I'll see y'all on the next one. Peace.